welcome to the Creative Steam Podcast Series 1. It's here, finally here. I'm really excited that you're listening. Thank you so much. Um, not going to lie, maybe a bumpy ride initially, but hey, it'll be fun nonetheless. So hang in there. My guest today is Anya Rangard from The Refreshed Lifestyle. And this interview was recorded pre-COVID-19, so just bear that in mind. And Anya shares her incredible story about coming back from a near-death experience and also the lesson that she recently learned about how to increase her sales. Let's get on with the interview. Nice to have you with us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Good. I'm super excited to have you here. So your business is Refreshed Lifestyle, which we're going to get into the business and your journey and how, how we've come to chat today. I always say that guests introduce themselves the best. So tell us a bit about yourself and your business. Like, what do you do? What is Refreshed Lifestyle? Yeah, so like, like you said, I'm the founder of Refreshed Lifestyle and I have a website that is filled with workout and inspirational ways to actually create a sustainable and balanced lifestyle. And I've also created some online courses for introduction to creating that holistic lifestyle. And I have some one-on-one coaching programs at the moment. Some facts about me is that I'm very passionate about building international friendships because I believe that that is one of the I don't know, building blocks for actually a more peaceful world. And I am also very passionate about learning and accepting the way that you are in a way of honoring your body and mind. That's probably why I started my coaching in the first place. It's a little bit about me. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Love it. I love having international, building international friends and like communities and connections. Mm -hmm. That's what I love most. I think about the internet and the communities that are forming. It's just like friends in all different countries and it's Mm -hmm. fantastic. So tell us, where did your business journey begin? Like, was there a pivotal moment for you? Like, describe what was going on for you at the time and what the situation was. I think it kind of all started, like, I moved to Australia eight years ago and I worked with Holistic Lifestyle and CrossFit at the moment. And I did mentorship and I did coaching with women primarily. And I just loved what I was doing. But then I moved back to Norway and I actually had a a period where I was really sick and I wasn't able to train or actually do the things that I was used to. And in that moment, I kind of learned a different way of having balance. And as I actually got better, because I had a, had a blood poisoning, so it was kind of like I couldn't move my body the way that I was used to. And I had to start learning how to do things differently. And I don't know but it, if there's like a pivot moment where it's like, what, why am I here? What am I doing? And I, I'm a huge fan of listening to podcasts. And I was actually listening to a podcast on the bus. And it was Jenna Kutcher. And she was saying like, just do it. And I was like, you know, I, I just have to do it. It doesn't have to look perfect. I just have to start and yeah. I just have to get it up and run it because this is yeah. what like I, I'm created to do and I can't be afraid to do that. And so that's kind of how it all started. And uh, yeah, and then I created the website and I did a lot of learning and <laughs> putting together programs, but it was just super fun to do. Yeah. yeah. Wow. What a story. So you have blood poisoning. Yeah. Like how did that happen? They don't really know. There were, there's like two people that it happens to in Norway a year. And so I don't know. I was, I'm just really fortunate because I, like I almost died, but then I, I don't know how, but really just coming, like waking up from a coma after being in a coma for a week and not knowing, like I couldn't really move and being operated on and having limitations with my body actually, also kind of gives you limitations in your mind and actually overcoming that I felt like gave me just a broader perspective of learning how to create balance at where you're at and actually 
being able to pull out the good of where you're where you're at right now because I feel like everyone has potential from where they're now like there's no limit to the potential from when you you, when you decide to start you know yeah good grief wow fascinating story and are you, are you okay now are you well yeah like I'm yeah. back at 100% like I probably will never be the 100% that I was sure. but I feel like I'm back at 100% and I can live my life the way that I want to so that that for me is 100% yeah and sure and so you had to learn a, a different way to live your life and what what better person to teach you how to re relive your life like when you're when you've been at death's door like what a frightening mm-hmm. experience yeah like driving <laughs> yeah like you know health and happiness is are two things that you cannot buy in this world and mm-hmm. you know i thank god for them every day and you've just reaffirmed that to me so <laughs> i'm glad you're here to tell your story and yeah oh, thank you, know, you so important so important so what action did you take to initially get started like on the business trail Mm-hmm. So I kind of just, I don't know, I just kind of started. I didn't really think a lot. I just kind of, I was like, okay, starting a business is constantly learning and evolving. So yeah. I just kind of started my Instagram because I was like, okay, what is the easiest way for me to reach out and actually just impact women? Because my initial wasn't just starting a business. It was like, this is my passion. You're like, it's, it's your yeah. baby. Yeah. And I really just wanted, like, I wanted to impact women to become these empowered women that influence all spheres of society you know and I just I just started with Instagram because it was easy and then I redefined my vision a little bit and what I wanted to share as I went along and then I kind of started doing my website and doing my course and it all kind of just came as a download like I didn't use a lot of time but I just kind of went with the flow I don't know and then learning how to niche down and actually learning those things I think is something that happens gradually and I think knowing that being an entrepreneur and learning how to handle your business, knowing that actually you always have to continue learning is one of the keys to success. And so yeah. that is something I also tell my clients, like consistency and being willing to be open and learning is always the key to success. Like that is yeah. where you have to start. Yeah, so true. The entrepreneurial journey is just incredibly like there's highs and low, there's emotions involved, but also a lot of brain power involved. And like I don't know about oh, you, yeah. I guess. <laughs> get to the end of the end of most days thinking oh my mm-hmm. god I'm absolutely shattered and my partner's like well I'm not surprised you've been using your brain you know it gets tired yeah. like oh yeah <laughs> you know you just don't <laughs> think and it's just a constant learning curve and the whole yeah. niching thing oh my mm-hmm. life I think everybody's been through that nightmare of yeah niche, niche down niche down who yeah. what you know define their ICA and the ideal client avatar and all of that like yeah. it's just all of that is just like I don't know it's almost like a rite of passage through entrepreneurship isn't it yeah like going through that, that treacle <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh so funny well it's not funny at the time but like looking back if you've been through it it's mm-hmm. like yeah I've been there I can definitely help yeah. you through that one but also it's so good though like because when you do it you actually learn so much about yourself like that is probably what I've, I yeah. could say for me I'm like man like I'm learning not just about what I want to reach and who I want to help but I'm learning a lot about who I am in the process so that yeah. has been amazing I think it's Amy Porterfield and I'm sorry if I've got this wrong but I think it's her that says your ideal client is you two years ago. Yes. Like, I see, think that's her too. Yeah. I mean, that, when you're going through your ICA and like you, mm-hmm. you're putting everything down, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, it was me. Yeah. Right. Okay. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> 
So tell us what you look like. Yes, there's lots of ups and downs. There's, you know, highs and lows all the time in, mm-hmm. in business every day. But tell us what you love most about running your own business. Like what is the one thing that you absolutely love? Ooh, this is a hard one. I think it's just kind of like I love to help women reach their full potential and live their life out of a place of self-love and balance. Yeah. And I think actually being able to impact that to a world where things actually kind of have to look perfect all the time. Like we're always being told how to look and what to do and how you should be a mom, how you should be a wife, how you should do at work. And I feel like being able to just spread a little bit of that is actually one of my favorite thing about running my own business. Like there's a lot of other things that I love, but that would probably be the one thing that I love the most, the impact that I'm able to have with just through my clients and Instagramming and blogging and just having that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Totally hear you. It's the impact. And mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it's like the job satisfaction. Like yeah. every time I come off a co-working session or a mastermind or, you know, a social goal setting session, whatever it is mm-hmm. online, I've connected with like-minded women in yeah. a community that I've created. And like, still mm-hmm. that sometimes baffles me. I'm like, how did I manage this? Like little yeah. old me, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just, yeah, like you come off and you see their wins and you see the community like posts afterwards. You're mm-hmm. like, there is absolutely no greater buzz than that. It's certainly for me, it's the impact, just helping women be the best. And if you play a part in that, then I think that's a real honor and a privilege. And yeah, absolutely. Be, like a kick out of my day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Who needs drugs, kids? We don't need drugs. <laughs> yeah. You just start your own business, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Do <exactly. something. laughs> So what has been the biggest challenge then so far on your business journey? And like, how mm-hmm. did you overcome it? I think one of my biggest challenges was actually speaking up and speaking confidently about what I was doing and what I was offering. Like, because I started doing a lot of things for free, but then I kind of had to put value, like going from kind of that, okay, this is my passion. I have people that want what I have and I can give it to them and actually realizing like my worth in that. And actually also like being able to share more about like my process as well, like actually being able to be vulnerable because I think when you're a coach, you have to be vulnerable with your clients and with yourself as well, because if you're not vulnerable with who you are, you can't give anything to your clients. And I think a lot of times I was very afraid to share, like, because I've been so sick, I was very afraid to share because like, I talk a lot about balancing your lifestyle and people are like, well, if you're not able to do this and this, how can you balance your life? Like I was afraid of what other people would think. Yeah. Kind of how I overcome it was actually just, I don't know, like I share this with my clients, but my number one thing to actually change a mindset, because it's, I think it's a mindset problem, you know, like I'm not believing that my story is worth or I'm afraid that people will will kind of judge me yeah Yeah. it's actually kind of spending some time in the morning to actually visualize and rewire your brain to okay I am good enough and my story does impact people and when people actually hear my story seeing their response and actually learning that that's okay to be vulnerable with a bigger audience because it's easy one-to-one but yeah when there's a broader picture like sometimes it's hard you know like and, and, and I think actually just building up that confidence. I, I also do have people coach me because I believe if you're a coach, you have to have a coach, coach you know, yeah, absolutely, because yeah. cause you, you're all also evolving and having someone to help you evolve is so powerful. And yeah, and I think actually just doing that process and being aware of that has actually kind of made me overcome that fear of sharing and being yeah. vulnerable. Like, do you still get the feeling occasionally? 
like if it's oh, yeah. a particularly raw emotion or yeah you're still quite yeah. close to it yeah yeah absolutely because you know like I have I had a, I have a lot of scars so I see them every day and I used to be very afraid to actually show them and actually have people see them but then lately I've been like okay I can't close up because I feel like that people ask what what is that right. like I have to actually be vulnerable because maybe I can impact that person with something yeah. that I've learned from this process and actually using that for something good and not holding it back and making myself feel worse about it yeah. because yeah you can do something about you know and there's things that you can't do something about so you have to focus on the things that you can do something about and then you have to change it because the things that you can't change you just can't change you have yeah. to accept them and learn how to live with them and i think that was a process for me yeah big process as well yeah <laughs> like to be fair but yeah you're right like, and even if you help one person then mm-hmm. you know as far as i'm concerned job is done yeah but like, you've helped that one person you've made a difference to that person's mm-hmm. life today that's so key you know, going back to what you were saying, you're afraid of people judging you. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I think if we're all honest, I would definitely put my hand up and say, we're all afraid of that. And like, I certainly am. Mm-hmm. And like criticism, judgment, you know, the haters online, there's plenty of yeah. them, but actually, you know, the world does need waking up. It needs more women to shine their light mm-hmm. and bring some goodness into this world because yes. God, it needs it at the moment. And I think there's always going to be those judgments and criticisms mm-hmm. but actually you know I think it's Brené Brown that says if you're not in the arena you've got yeah. no place to comment kind of thing yeah so, I love her books they're yeah. amazing I love them oh yeah she is incredible and like it just shows the world needed to hear what she had to say because the yeah. TED talk went viral so quickly mm-hmm. I, I, like look at her success since and you yeah. know she was just doing what she loved she know she knew how and knows how important it is mm-hmm. to share that message about vulnerability and shame yeah fantastic and the people that she's impacted it's just enormous so you touched on this actually in your last bit about visualizations like but what Mm -hmm. are your go-to tools and tips and techniques to overcome the tough days I have a lot of like tools that I use but like I shared I do morning meditation or I call it me time because it's only like I use 15 minutes and I maybe or you can use less too but I like to just have a time where I'm like this is dedicated time for me yeah and I have my coffee and I just kind of reflect and I ask myself questions like what are the maybe three things or two things that I really want to get done today and if I have challenges I kind of because a lot of times we 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 do things out of emotion, you know, yeah. like I feel sad. So I'm just going to be sad today, but actually rewiring your brain to be like, I feel sad, but today is going to be a good day. I'm going to yeah. accomplish this and I'm going to finish this and I'm going to do this and kind of not finding your worth and your feelings and how you're actually waking up feeling, but actually yeah. in the things that you're able to do or the things that you're able to think. I don't know if that makes any sense, but kind of just yeah, realizing, yeah. okay, this is my dream and this is my goal and this is how I want to live my life. How can I live my life to actually reflect that? I also do like, I love using training as a way of actually kind of releasing stress. And, you know, like when you have tough days to actually go on a walk and kind of clearing your head, yeah. and kind of getting that fresh air. Like there's so many things that are shown to be productive when you're you're outside in fresh air, like you can boost your creativity, you you get new senses and you kind of just refresh your mind. And I think yeah. some of those things really help. And I love walking by water 
Nice. Yeah, I go on an afternoon walk at most days, actually, not not on the days that it's pouring with rain or like yep. snow is like six foot deep outside. Mm-hmm. But most days I go for walking, yeah, I walk by water. And it's just lovely, actually, taking yep. notice of the nature, like the hearing the sound, like you're saying about the senses, like hearing the sound mm-hmm. of the river, like mm-hmm. noticing the, the abundance of trees, like where I live, like in the mountains, yep. you know, it's just, and the birds singing, like it's just the noticing, isn't it? And then you're mm-hmm. switching your brain or you're switching a part of your brain off from all your to do's and the pressures and the actions and actually just enjoying what's around you changing your state really yeah so mindset is such a massive part of I say business game but also a life but I Mm -hmm. never really discovered it actually until I was going into business and it was like Mm -hmm. all a part of that learning curve was like your mindset your what (laughs) like you know all of that was a learning curve (laughs) ah right yeah I see I understand now okay Mm -hmm. let's give this a whirl oh Mm -hmm. it works oh brilliant I'll keep going (laughs) yep you know it's that kind of thing isn't it mm-hmm. if, if nobody tells you about it you don't know about it yeah and and like it's something that you learn like if you haven't learned it somewhere you you don't know how it like maybe you just stumble upon it you know some people just stumble upon yeah. something and they're like oh this works worked for me and I'm just going to continue doing it but a lot of people actually have to kind of learn it from someone you know mm. yeah absolutely you touched on this slightly as well but how do you get through your creative blocks like I said, I, I do go on walks, but then I also do, I do a couple of things. Like I love CrossFit and training my body. So that's a big part of like switching your brain off and just using your body and becoming tired and sleep. <laughs> Has that always been a part of your life or is that since, since you've been recovering from blood poisoning? No, that's always been a part of my life. Okay. I've always loved training and I'm a personal trainer, certified personal trainer ah, okay. and a CrossFit instructor. So I've always loved training. Yeah. And so that is a big part. But I also lately, because I got married this summer, ah, my husband yeah. <laughs> loves playing, excuse me, video games. So sometimes I actually just sit and I play video games because I find it, it stimulates something differently than what I would do if I go on walks and stuff. And sometimes they just makes me so concentrated on doing because I'm not very good like I can I can be honest about that and then I kind of concentrate all my energy on something else that when I go back to what I was doing I have some new like thoughts just falling into place it kind of took me by surprise because I I'd never experienced that before but probably because I'd never played like PlayStation before you know you know that's really fascinating and that came up this morning on a co-working session, I think. One of the members from New Zealand, Lisa, she said, a couple of us, so actually it was a social, it wasn't a co-working session, it was a social we were having. And mm-hmm. a couple of us are struggling with a bit of sleep at the moment. And she said, like therapists use it for X-forces, people that come back from tours that have got you know, PTSD or something. And for people that can't sleep very well, apparently you can play Tetris for 10 minutes before you go to bed. And apparently oh, really? you yeah and apparently you will just like go to sleep so i i only heard this this morning so i'm really keen to try it tonight oh that is interesting i want to try that too yeah Might have to download that tonight <laughs> yeah but it's an app there's a free app yeah so yeah so it's very interesting with what you're saying there it sort of ties yeah. in yeah and i think it's because you concentrate so much on one thing and like you kind of stimulate something different you know Mm, yeah kind of zoom out from this world I don't know how to explain it but it's very I don't really play for long because I get I'm not that interested but I think it's just fun for a little little while well I think it shuts down one or shuts off one portion of your brain Mm -hmm. you know that's the bit I guess trying to shut down and go to sleep like the active bit but I don't know what you know I I do not know enough about this subject to talk about (laughs) it like 
So what is the biggest lesson so far that you've learned in running your business? My biggest lesson is that consistency and determination is the key for success. Like actually being that person that are consistent with, like I follow up what I say. So like if I say I'm going to post so and so often, I actually have to do it and being consistent with what I do. But also I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned actually yesterday in a coaching call was that if you folk, like this is something that I've learned, I haven't tested it out yet, but if you are consistent with actually following up your clients or potential clients, not just with selling, but actually building relationships Mm -hmm. over, because usually you're in contact with people and then maybe you're trying to sell like a coaching session and then they kind of don't want to, or it's not the right fit or whatever, but actually being consistent with serving them for free. Like actually, if you have, you're writing something and you know that that's one of the issues that they're struggling with being able to share that if you follow up more than four times. So if you follow up four or more times, you'll have a a rate of 80% success. Like you'll have 80% more sales because people will be more open to actually working with you and learning because you're, you're serving them first, you know, like that is probably one of the things that I know Jenna Kutcher talks about. You have to serve to actually get something back like you give because you want like this is something that you love yeah and so I just I found those facts really fascinating if you have a one-time contact your percentage is two percent which means that if you actually consistently follow up with people just because you love what you do you have a bigger chance of actually succeeding so that is probably one of the biggest lessons that I'm learning now is just how can I continuously serve people without actually having them as clients, how can I best share my secrets and share things if they're not in a coaching session, you know, like how can I continue to serve them? So that is one of my biggest trying to figure out right now, but I think consistency and determination is probably my biggest lesson so far. Yeah, good. Very wise. Thank you for sharing that. It was really interesting. Is there, and there may not be, but is there, and what was the most helpful slash significant business or self-help book that changed your life or your business outlook that you would recommend? Oh, I actually, this is funny that you asked. When I was preparing, I actually wrote down Benner Brown's Books of Confidence because Uh I think those are so important to learn like without, like she talks about shame a lot and how to live without shame and actually fully believing in who you are and actually we're like going out of a place of vulnerability. And I think as business owners and entrepreneurs, being vulnerable sometimes might be hard because, you know, like your business is your baby and you kind of want it to go well and you want to profit from it, but you also want it to be, you're, you're investing so much into mm-hmm. this and you want people to get as much out of it as possible. So I think being vulnerable in, in all of that and knowing what you want is probably one of the, my favorite things. Like I've learned so much just because I read her book a couple of times and I read it this summer after I started and I felt like it opened up a whole new kind of place in my mind just being that in that state of being vulnerable and actually knowing who you are and being confident in what you're selling and what you're doing and knowing that that has impacted people. So it's yeah. kind of that living wholeheartedly. And I feel like we as women sometimes are afraid of that because we've been hurt before. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that was Brené Brown. Which book was it from Brené Brown? I think it's the first one because I try to figure but, out what greatly? it's... Probably because I, I've read it in Norwegian. I usually read all of my books in English, but I couldn't find the English version of it because in Norwegian it's called Unperfect or Not Perfect if I translate it directly. 
but I, I couldn't find the, the, the English version of it. So Daring Greatly, we think, by yeah, Brené Brown. But to be fair, Brandly. like, yeah. all of her books are amazing. Absolutely. So, I love all like, of her books. Yeah. Like, if you read all of them, you're not going to go far wrong, are you? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't know about you. Like, my Amazon basket is, like, full of, like, books I need to read. Yeah. I have, like, a Kindle. And you know when you're, like, inspired and you want to learn and you just yeah. buy all of these books and then you have your Kindle and you're, like... I don't know when I have time to read this, but I have to find the time because this is yeah. so interesting. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting, actually, because I love my Kindle, but mm -hmm. I also really love a hard book. I like to own it. I like to refer back to it. I like to underline things in it, dog ear it, stick post-its in it. Mm -hmm. So actually, the as much as I love a Kindle and I usually take the Kindle and a book on holiday with me, but yeah, I, I, I still always thing. revert back to a hard copy book. It's strange, isn't it? Except it's just because like, read really fast so when you read through a book you're just like what what do I do now and then I yeah. found that Kindle is very easy because then when I'm on vacation or traveling having that with me is just perfect yeah <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and I think if you're in the business female entrepreneur world and coaching like, industry like you can oh, just yeah. learn so much from everybody so talking of coaches mm -hmm. and how do you make sure you achieve your weekly, monthly and quarterly goals? Like, do you use a tool or a system like Asana, Trello, uh, or do you have a buddy, accountability buddy? Or mm -hmm. how do you make sure you achieve everything you want to achieve? Yeah, this is a good question. I use something similar to Asana, which is like a Norwegian thing. But it's very, I also write it down like I have, I have them over my desk, pretty much, because then I can see them. And then as accountability, I have a coach, but I also have my husband that, that is cheering me on and he's actually checking up on me and being like, okay, so how can you do and helping me implement strategies to actually reach them? Cause he's a, he's a very good salesman. Like he's one of the best salesmen in his company. So he's helping oh, me cool. learning kind of how to talk and how to actually be able to share things with people. And, and in that he's also accountable for me actually implementing those things and reaching my goals, you know, yeah. which is great. Cause I love Handy. having him. Yeah, I love having him as a part of because it makes it even more special, you know, like you feel like you've done it together. Or... And it's just lovely to have such a supportive husband as well. Isn't oh, yeah. It? Really, yeah, really lucky. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like I know some people like do not have that support system mm -hmm. like at home and hence they have to get it in groups with other, you know, other women or accountability buddies, coaches, yeah. whoever. So yeah. yeah, great. Good husband. Yeah. Get some extra stars in the book for that. <laughs> yeah. He's a keeper. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so working from home in an online business means that mm -hmm. some days obviously can get pretty lonely, can get mm -hmm. even isolated. So how do you make sure you connect with women and get out of your own head and like keep making progress? I'm actually also a full-time student at the moment. Oh, wow. So I run okay. my business and I'm a full-time student. So I actually do get out of the house quite often, but I do have days that I set aside to work at home. But actually that kind of makes me, I don't really feel like I get that lonely just because I do the studying part. And yeah. also being active, like in a community with entrepreneurs, I think is so important because I feel like sometimes as an entrepreneur, you do feel lonely because you're, you're doing it by yourself, you know, and we need yeah. community to kind of embrace us. So I think, because mm -hmm. I've, thought about this quite a lot like if I wasn't doing any school like I would just be sitting at home and yeah. so that would be because I am I love people and I love mm. learning to know different people and cultures and being around and just kind of 
So for me, that would have been really hard. But I know, I know this is something that is being really big in Norway is that you can buy a, a place to sit in a bigger space. There's a ton of entrepreneurs that do different things where yes. you can kind of rent your desk. Yeah, so I would probably have done that if I was being here just by myself and not actually studying as well because then I would be kind of surrounded by people but yeah it's I like think... co-working space yeah yeah, yeah that's what it's called in English yeah. but and that's exactly I... what creative women's mastermind does online if yeah. you just brought the office to our own office if you like so powerful yeah and I think also just online community because like yeah. in Norway I feel like coaching isn't that big yet I think it's oh, interesting kind of getting there, but it's kind of like a starting point and people are skeptical. So I think for me, it, it's really nice to actually get to meet people and talk about people. And I study engineering with leadership and economics. So I kind of learn a lot about actually how to do a business whenever I, I go to school. So I feel like yeah. they're very intertwined and connected, which is really nice for me. But um I feel like if I didn't go to have a co-working desk or whatever, I would probably be even more on the connecting online with people that are similar mindset. Because I feel like as an entrepreneur, you need to surround yourself with people that are cheering you on and that have some good and kind of that you can come as you are and what you have and you can kind of, you know, like put your minds together and learn from each other and yeah. kind of having that open space of just being and being able to cheer each other on, I think would have made me... Uh, not going crazy being at home all the time <laughs> yeah yeah so you basically join creative women's mastermind wouldn't you because <laughs> that's basically what we do like in yeah. our mastermind that is exactly what we're doing we're sharing from each other's knowledge mm -hmm. expertise experience yeah. skills you know all of that and we have masterclasses as well for mm -hmm. experts but the support more than anything else that is so valuable oh yeah and the friendships and the connection that comes out of mm -hmm. that and the community yeah more powerful mm -hmm. i think than we than we realize yeah, I think so too. Because we need interaction to kind of yeah. continue. We are like, we think that we're like, we're not robots. We kind of, we right. need that heart to heart. We need that caring. We need to talk. We need to, you know, like those are needs that we have. I think it's uh, Brené mm. Brown again that says, you know, we're hardwired for connection. Yeah. Like humans are hardwired, like mm -hmm. totally, like of course. That's yeah. makes complete sense. And it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me. Yeah. Where can we find you? Yeah, so I have a website. It's called refreshedlifestyle.com where I have weekly posts and workouts. And then you can connect with me on Instagram. It's called Refresh Lifestyle. And then also like on Facebook, I have a group of a community. So yeah, just come and join me. And I can't, like, I love seeing people change. So if you want to come on and tag me or whatever, I love to go and check you out. Thanks for listening to The Creative Steed today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate and review and spread the love on social. You know it all counts and I would really appreciate it. And you can also be in with a chance to win a month's membership to Creative Women's Mastermind. Thanks heaps. See you next time.